time. Space. Reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities, creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. I am the Watcher. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question, what if? You know the story. Three men, Anthony Canton III, Jerome Chang, and Jake Christie, met in a Twitter group chat and decided to make an MCU podcast. They called it Marvel Cinematic University. It covered every film and television series in the universe, from Iron Man to What If. Their mix of humor and deep analysis gained them loyal listeners and a few dozen Patreon subscribers. At least, that's what happened in one universe. In another, Anthony never picked up a Spider-Man comic, Jerome never watched an X-Men cartoon, and Jake never saw the Avengers in theaters. Instead, the podcast called Marvel Cinematic University was hosted by three different panelists. Stephanie Williams, Dalbine Osorio, and Shivani Banfall. Unaware of any alternate universes, they also broke down every film and television series in the MCU. All right, welcome to another episode of MC University Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Williams, and I am joined by Dalbine and Shivani. How y'all doing today? Doing great. How are you, Steph? I'm excited to talk about this episode because it was really good because uh, last episode was kind of a snooze fest for me. <laughs> I, I I feel like the last episode was very much the appetizer to this. I think they made us let our guard down and then gave us something real crazy. So I'm excited to dive in on what is what is our 22nd episode doing together. So I'm really, really excited. I know, right? <laughs> so first things first, I just want to get a general idea of what you all thought of the episode. So this one is about the tale of two strangers. Um, yeah. So what did you think? Either one doesn't matter who won. <laughs> Shiv, wants you can go. You first. can go first. Go ahead, Shiv. I'll let you go first. Um, this episode. Okay, let me just say, I just watched it an hour ago. Um, so you're getting Thanks. my fresh thoughts. But, um, I thought this episode was crazy because it also explains like all these things that we might see in the future, right? Um, so so much to rip apart, but overall. I, I mean, I think I cried a little bit in this episode too. So it, this episode was both extremely sad and extremely fun for me. So very excited to rip this apart with y'all. 
Yeah, I, I, I'll echo the, the emotional part of it, man. I did not expect to be hit as hard as I did in this episode. Um, and, you know, like for me, so like, I, and you guys know this because we've done this for a long time. My favorite all-time cartoon movie is a goofy movie, right? Like that's my favorite mm-hmm. all-time cartoon movie. And the I best movie, right? The best, the best movie. And I still root for Max, right? Even though, like, you know, like, and and, and I see that, you know, I'm like, man, Roxanne may not choose him this time, even though I've seen the movie 37 times. But this episode, man, invoked a lot of like that. Like, man, I genuinely feel bad for Doctor Strange. And I'll tell you this: the MCU has not made me feel bad for Stephen Strange. They have not mm-hmm. made me feel bad. But what if made me feel bad for Stephen Strange? So I'm, I'm, I'm hyped to dive in with you guys for sure. Uh. Echoing the same thing as you all. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I was like trying to come in with a hard heart because like I refused to feel anything for Stephen Strange, but then they had me feeling stuff for Stephen Strange. So kudos to them for that. Um, So, all right. So let's go ahead and just get right into it. So we have the Watcher who is giving us tuxedo mask energy as he has for the whole entire uh, series so far telling everyone's business and doing absolutely nothing at all um and we open on a story of Stephen Strange in this universe where he loses his heart instead of his hands I was like damn so like did he have a heart attack like what are they what are they about to (laughs) like what are we doing in this episode and I was like and then the moment that I saw um why am I blanking on her name the name of Rachel McAdams' character. Christine Palmer? Christine, yes, yep. Christine Palmer. Yep. Dr. Christine Palmer. Dr. Christine. Uh, the, yeah, they are on their way. on her name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so they're on their way to um, a reception. Uh, Stephen is receiving an award for doing amazing surgery. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but uh, the surgery requires him to remove um, half of the, the other hemisphere of someone's brain. Something that's usually done for, um, I believe, patients with uh, epilepsy might be lying to y'all, but I feel like that's it. So from get-go, they're giving us the whole, they're dropping hints and saying, hey, we're talking about, you know, there might be a splitting that happens because you have that with him trying to get in front of the truck and then veering back over to his lane. And then just as it did in the movie, an accident occurs, but Christine's in the car with him and spoiler alert, she doesn't make it. And that is what sends Strange off onto, um, you know, seeking out, uh, well, not seeking out the ancient one, but getting into the mystic arts and becoming Dr. Stephen Strange, but a really very, very selfish one uh, (laughs) because he does not have that reminder of his hands to ground him. In fact, he feels as though the universe took something away from him because he lost Christine. So this opening, tell me what you all were feeling. What do you think? Uh, Shiv, we can go with you first. Okay, first off, the surgery name, I kept hearing hysterectomy and I feel like it's like a letter off of hysterectomy. And I'm like, wait, isn't that just getting your tubes tied? And, but you know, that will let, marvel and disney figure out if that's the right thing but um the beginning is really interesting um first off it's not there's not enough of benedict wong in the beginning for me but you know Mm -hmm. it's okay um but i thought you know after watching doctor strange and then seeing this like Christine wasn't even like a really big part for me in the actual Doctor Strange movie so I was like okay like we killed her it's okay 
but then I'm like, oh wow, it's just kind of sad. Um, what about y'all? That's yeah, I, yeah. I, I will say I think I think I need to get this off my chest. I find it so absurd that Marvel can get Benedict Cumberbatch back for this, and you know Rachel McAdams, uh, two-time MTV Movie Award winner Rachel McAdams, but Chris Evans could not be bothered to go to a studio in Redwood to record some lines for any of these What If episodes. I feel like we need to get that out now because I'm very frustrated by that. That aside, I I will say I love. I love Rachel McAdams. I've loved her since The Notebook, <laughs> right? And uh, I agree with Shiv. She did not make an impact for me in, in, the, in, in the first Doctor Strange, but man, does she make an impact here. And I found myself just absolutely gut-wrenched for, for her because she is the heart for Stephen Strange, right? Like she is the person that keeps him grounded into the real world. And I remember thinking, watching the first, the first Stephen Strange, like even she tells him, she's like, you know, you're so focused on what you lost, you don't realize what you still have. She says that to him in the first in, in the first Doctor Strange. And then now it's her. She's what he's lost, right? And so that's a real like I would if Marvel had gone back to, to the original Stephen Strange and this was the story they did for his origin story, I would have lost my mind because this is dark as hell and it takes him down a real, real dark path. But I like this story way more than I like his origin. And I love the Doctor Strange uh origin story, but this was done way better, I feel. Um, no, I have to agree because, like, I actually gave a damn about um, Stephen. Like, didn't really necessarily care for what he did, but there was something for me to be, I don't know, like, feel invested in because of, um, again, like, him feeling as though the universe took something away from him versus him being punished. But he still ends up getting punished at the end, which I really enjoy because, yeah, let's give these bleak endings. So, speaking of the dark path that he is led down um so he gets the eye of agamotto right okay and uh the ancient one everyone's telling him like yo don't try to don't try to do the thing and what does steven do he decides to do the thing um so he goes out to the library which i am blanking on uh because you know this is what i've been doing for the past 22 episodes is um, not remembering the name. So he goes to this very ancient library back in time. <laughs> he meets a Black guy with two different uh, colored eyes. I'm blanking on his name, but I believe that he is the one who um, like tried this before and it didn't work out because um, he's, he's hinting at that. So Stephen, in order to control time or to get past this, what do they call it? Um, is it an actual point of actual or or something like an absolute point an absolute absolute point so to work past an absolute point and I don't think is this is the first time we've heard absolute points right um because who is it that brings it up um Mr. He who shall not be named that's right does not have a name or whatever (laughs) Kang (laughs) uh we hear him bringing that up so it's very important to keep in mind um also love that we're starting to see continuity in these episodes, like we always assumed it's there, but we're actually seeing it. So um, he just, he goes and he finds that book and he gets that same tentacle monster. Dalvin, please help me with that name. 
Shumagorath, baby. For, for, for those of you, for, for, and, and, you know, and we talked about this when we, when we broke down the Captain Carter episode, right? Like, yeah, because yeah, stuff, you're spot on, right? Like, I think one of the things that Marvel has done is I think Marvel has done with, again, the, the, the addition of Disney Plus and these, and these shows is that they've done what George Lucas wanted to do for Star Wars, right? In, in blending the, the movie universe with the TV universe, right? And just kind of tell these stories across different mediums. But to see, cause you're right, the absolute points are so key in Marvel, right? Because now we know in this universe, there's certain things you can't change no matter what. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that are just going to happen the way that they're going to happen. So now we know that. And now we also know that Dr. Strange decides to go after the being that Captain Carter shoved through the portal of the Tesseract. So like, okay, is this happening in that same universe, right? Is it a different mm-hmm. universe? Did, you know, and so I think it brings up a lot of questions, but they laid it on because, you know, once you saw the tentacles, you're like, oh, that's Shuma. That's big as G. He's going after big as G. <laughs> yes. And um, he's unable to do anything. Shuma, did you have anything to add? So is, is his name Shuma Strange now, then? <laughs> no? I mean, let's call him that. I actually really love that. So Shuma Strange um, in this universe. <laughs> but before he becomes uh, Shuma Strange, he um, is so like you're not going to be able to do this. And of course, because Steven is so arrogant, that does not leave him. He decides to prove the guy wrong and goes and he starts absorbing all of these mystical creatures, starting with a very creepy little gnome, which really creeped me out. Uh, I'm not a fan of small beings that um, could attack. I've never let Chucky, uh, Tales from the Hood, those little dolls. I just, I can't do it. So, oh, gremlins? Can we add gremlins? gremlins in all, there? Yes, we absolutely Let's add can. Gremlins to that fact. Critters, all that. Furbies. So, uh, Furbies yeah. aren't real, but oh my I mean, God. Like, they're toys, yes. but they're scary. <laughs> yes. Um, it's been funny if he would have absorbed an evil Furby because why not? <laughs> so, However, um, some he, of those monsters were cool, right? Like oh some my, of those like so mystical. Cool. Um, monsters like the double-headed deer thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which that's from Greek mythology, right? And and we know mm-hmm. like Marvel, Marvel has the whole you know the whole Hercules, and there's rumors that Russell Crowe might be playing Zeus in in the next Thor, right? So like that. That but for me, what scared the crap out of me was the bug, man. And and you know, oh, like, yes. you know, Shuma Strange understood that. Like he was like, I don't do bugs, man. I'll do it because I was like, me either, Doc. Me either. I'll do it. That creeped me out. Once he brought the bug out, I said, Nah, man, get out of here. We're not doing this. We're but not doing this. we get the cool cape. Yes. yes. Can we just talk about the cool cape for a second? Because the cool cape. Yes. Like, what are we doing? Okay. So far, this what if episode was like. This is how we should have actually done in Doctor Strange, not a what if episode. Because, like, the cape is like spiky now and it's like dark black and purple. Like, Doctor Strange needs the whole makeover, is what I'm thinking. Well, and when we saw like, when we saw the trailer, well, I was just saying, sorry, is that yeah, no, okay. when, when we saw the trailer, we saw him break out the new fit, right? He brought he brought out the the real New York. You know he had on Tim's, right? You know he had on Tim's. But this strange decided like, nah, man, I'm gonna go real les on y'all, right? I'm gonna pull out the goth look here. I said, oh man, I was like, yo, this is way better than what y'all had him in <laughs> these damn rags. And you know he has eyeliner on. You like... know he does. You know how you know he has a hot topic rewards card. You know he does, man. I just want to know what that cape is made of. Like, is it made out of the skin or like the whatever the bug? Because if that's the case, I'm cool on that. But if it's, you know, some high end 
next level tom ford armani whatever then you know we can get down with that but like he um so he gets that cape and then he's just like absorbing beans after beans and it's pretty cool because you pay attention uh the dragon that he absorbs i'm like hmm that looks pretty familiar is that from shang chi like is that what we're getting a little bit of that um and also um oh my god <laughs> i'm about to call it a shamu and it's not shamu we can call him Shamu. That's okay. That could be his name. Oh, Shamu now. the octopus. Um, I feel like there are some tentacles in that like brief little scene that we get in the Shang-Chi uh, trailer where there's that final battle. They look like tentacles to me. So like not reading too much into it. But again, there seems to be like continuity across all these things if you're paying attention. So uh, that's the last beast that he absorbs. And before we get to that, there was actually a really cool scene that I actually slowed down where they do like, it's like some body horror. So his face, you have to slow it down, but his face changes a couple times. Um, and also he looks like Mephisto for a second. I don't think that there's any Mephisto thingies going on, but you can't not talk about that because he looks like Mephisto for a second. And I, and I will say like when watching the- Ooh, And Dormammu. And or right, yeah. so that yeah, so yeah, no, you nailed it, you nailed it, and and I remember I after the Spider-Man trailer dropped, I hit up Shiv and I said, Shiv, there's a lot here, but the one thing that I think stands out to me is that doesn't seem like Stephen Strange to me, right? Like it, he seems a little off in the trailer, well. right? So so now, right now, seeing this episode, I'm like, I'm even more convinced that that's not Stephen Strange, <laughs> like and, like there's something afoot, and it could be the devil, right? It could be the devil himself, mm-hmm. Mephisto, um, and I and I think Marvel, one of the beautiful things about Marvel and even with the pandemic, they said it when one division came out, right? That they they knew folks would jump at the Mephisto references, so they mm-hmm. kind of layered them in there, right? I do not think Marvel would fool us twice. I think that there's something there, and if it is not Mephisto, it's something connected. Because even there's a quote from from the great Catherine Hahn from a couple of weeks ago, who said that her ending in one division is quote unquote a nightmare for her, and that made me think. I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Just saying. Just saying, we go down these rabbit holes. I love how every one of our pods seems to end in Mephisto stuff. Uh, I mean, every single one, right? Um, but, you know, sh- uh, fool me once, shame on me. No, I did that wrong. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me, once. Fool me twice, shame on you again. I'm not but you know what? <laughs> on the Twitters and also in Marvel Universe, it is fool me once, shame on me. That is that is always the thing. But I mean, it could very well be. So that's strange in the Spider-Man Away, uh, No Way Home. I don't know. I'll put this out there. Maybe that's the strange from this universe because the strange in this universe is hands. There are no scarring. There is no scarring. In that trailer, if you pay too much attention, there's no scarring and no shake of his hand as he's doing magic uh, or trying to cast a spell. So I don't know. Also, this Stephen Strange has opened up his heart to the evil side. So in doing that, maybe he is a little bit more susceptible to a Mephisto, you know, whispering in his ear about things. So I don't know, just, you know, putting on my tin hat and throwing that out there. So after (laughs) Shamu Strange absorbs everyone and gets what he, um, you know, he can finally go and change this absolute point, uh, he goes to visit um, 
the guy who he meets at the beginning and i'm so sorry y'all that i'm blanking on his name but you know it's the only black guy that shows up in the episode so let's remember. call him big o let's call him big o because i put you but it's, it's with an o but i'm gonna call him big o i'm gonna call him big o <laughs> so big o is a old man now uh because as uh strange was going through like this montage of absorbing everyone they show the outside of the library and you see it changing because centuries have gone by uh, so they have some parting words and it's basically like, mm, you shouldn't have did what you did, but you did. Um, don't try to fix this. I'm going on to glory because I am tired and you go do what you're going to do. Uh, and then I believe we cut back to the other strange. Is that correct? Yep. Where I was and we like, find out. Hey. And, and, and Shiv, Shiv, you texted me about, a, about an hour ago when you got to that part, right? And you, and, and you said, holy shit, there's two strangers. Because, because this is also the first time, and the ancient one says it, I split you into two. And mm-hmm. that's the first time that I think, because keep in mind, right, in the, in, the, in the Doctor Strange origin story, she, part of her power, she draws it from Dormammu's dimension, right? But I think there's, there was so much more to her power, but she died in the first Doctor Strange. She had to die in order for Strange to become the Sorcerer Supreme. To know that she split them in two, and now there's two timelines with two different Stranges. And she did that because Stephen Strange would be the only one that could beat himself, the evil version of him. I thought that was so crazy. And I thought that that hinted to, all this absolute power that she has, which again, I don't think they even touched the scope of in Endgame or in or in the first Doctor Strange. What's interesting though is that I was uh, texting Steph and I was telling her, you know, how in this what if do we still have the ancient one who is like the white female ancient one that they couldn't get, they couldn't change that part a little bit for us? No um yeah i don't know but <laughs> they said we got till the twin for the next four hours so uh <laughs> it's just going to be what it is academy, academy award winner tilda swinton which again i have to say they got academy award winning tilda swinton but you cannot get chris evans in a in a redwood california studio to knock out some captain america lines it's, it's a he joke was, at this he was point. too busy walking on dogs um or sending dick pics you never know right. uh, that's true that's true i'm sorry um wow because yeah uh, so um <laughs> this Stephen strange um has actually moved on and found healing um because you know what is love if not grief persevering this is this Stephen strange right uh so um him and wong have a conversation and he goes to leave out and then everything is kind of disappearing, but it's very different from the snap. So there is no dusting. There's like this black inky substance, which I kind of like because thinking about it too doggone much, I'm thinking about comics and, you know, the line art and like, I don't know, like these, this world fading away, like line art fading away. I don't know. I'm not how y'all is. That was just having a moment when I was thinking about that. So <laughs> I thought it's that was great pretty cool. production. It was yeah, really this, great production. This episode, um, I'm not saying the other ones didn't do this, but they played a lot with just themes and colors, textures. Uh, the, I mean, even with Steven and Christine in the car and the glasses like shattered and they have like that circle and we get that again when they're both in that little, um, that shattered glass ball or whatever Steven's in. So the um wow not the real one the ancient one comes back 
uh, because she's we, left. We can uh, call her the real one. The, the real one. Petition to rename her the real one. All their names. Or everybody's name is different now. Twenty-two episodes. We're, of this we are. Y'all are still listening. Um, <laughs> this episode is for everybody. Is actually the real Doctor Strange, and what we're creating is the what if. From what I'm hearing, yes. <laughs> I will say that to, to piggyback on the animation. You know what it reminds me of, and I've been on this big Harry Potter kick since HBO Max decided to add the the full series back on for streaming. Do you guys remember in the Deathly Hallows when they're telling the story of the Deathly Hallows in that animation kind of form? That's what the death felt mm-hmm. like. It felt like that, and I thought that was really dope. I like I appreciated that because I feel like it, there's so much potential with animation. There's so much cool things yeah. that you can do, and to see the world disintegrating like that. Right. Like I thought I was like, man, that's powerful because it's almost like if you're a comic artist and you run out of ink. Right. That's usually like the yeah. worst thing that can happen if you're in the middle of drawing. Right. You know, as our you know, renowned comic book, comic book person, Steph Williams would know. Right. Like that's the absolute worst thing you can do. And so I find it, you know, and shift like in your animations, like I'm sure that's frustrating. Right. Like, damn, my, my stencil just died. I need to go and run and get another one. So like to run out of ink, like that's a powerful statement. Like, yo, this universe is done. Like, that's, that's it. There's no more we could do for it. So I thought that was really dope. They also just, production-wise, they did such a good job with the pacing of it as well. Because mm-hmm. this, I mean, it's such a heart-wrenching story in 30 minutes. How is, yeah. like, how that's possible is just, like, so amazing. And then just, like, frame by frame, it's just, the pace is right. It doesn't pick up super fast. The And then we get in, you know, to, like, the fight scene, which we haven't covered yet, really. Yeah. But it's paced perfectly. So I I mean props to them the color is amazing the color designers production artists like the development artists you guys did yes. amazing if you listen to our pod please you know subscribe to our Patreon please do because um, no like y'all really did that uh, so but just before we actually get to the fight um, the ancient one um, left a magical voicemail essentially for <laughs> Stephen Strange. Um, that is kind of warping because I guess in this universe, well, this universe that has two universes inside of it, um, her power is dwindling because of that. Uh, so uh, just before it goes out, she says like, yo, I split you in two because uh, I knew that you'd be the one to stop you or so I thought uh, so that you got to go handle that. Um, so Steven meets up with Shamu Strange and wow uh the ancient one really set up the other Stephen strange because he was just not ready well actually before he goes to fight him though wong they have a really cute moment where he gives him a prote- uh, protection spell and a bunch of other spells which if you remember from the beginning of the episode with the other strange entering the library uh those similar protection spells are there and he was able to overcome those so the ones on steven's face were light work so I just knew from the beginning, I'm like, oh, he's done. And he was done because uh, Shamu Strange had all of the monsters that he absorbed. Like they kept making their appearance. And then one time the Watcher, because the Watcher gets very close. He gets closer and closer. He's been getting closer each episode. But in this episode, he gets so close um, that he actually shows up. 
and this is our, and I think two, two things, you know, Steph, you mentioned this, the, the runes of, you know, and one shout out to Wong, who I will now call going forward. I'm gonna call him her, you know, he's the Hermione Granger of the universe, right? Like he's the one that, that protects everybody from doing stupid stuff. Um, but the, the spell that he put on, you know, with the runes and stuff really resembled the, the spell, like similar to the spell that Wanda put around Agatha when she was watching yes. her from Pillar to Post, right? So mm-hmm. like, again, we talk about that continuity that we're seeing, like magic in the MCU is becoming very, very different than what we thought it was even five six years ago right and i think that bodes really well when you start to introduce things like the occult right when you're talking about a juicy blade and moon knight and all these things so that makes me more really really excited for that but i think the other part you mentioned this i think the ancient the real one i'm gonna call we're gonna call her the real one she did set him up she did set up you know stephen strange but the watcher the one thing he told us in the beginning and it and it and it's very similar to what the eternals say in their trailer we vowed to never get involved but he's inching closer and closer to getting involved because i think he's realizing like listen man there's all these things that are happening because you know lady loki decided to stab he who must he who remains in the chest and he's like i know what's about to come and i think that marvel has done a really good job of setting this up because when we left the T'Challa episode, I remember thinking, I was like, oh, who cares about Peter, man? Who cares about Peter? And T'Challa, T'Challa yeah. saved the universe. He got Thanos on the good side. Like, we're good, right? But there's so much bad coming out of these episodes. Like, that, that universe is done. The, that, the universe from Fury's Big Week, that's an episode, that's a universe that's screwed. Loki's in power in that episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so th- there are no happy endings here. There are no happy endings for any of our characters, it feels like. And that's kind of what it, this felt like. Like, I was like, man, this is not going to end well for them or for us. <clears throat> to run it back, um, I thought it was really interesting because we also see the real one talking about how she used dark magic yes. in that sense, right? So, and then we also see the ability that um, you can have two halves existing and one being evil and one being not so evil, right? So um, it's interesting because it just, it it makes me think of WandaVision all over and over and over again, because, okay, here's this person that needs, that can tap into dark energy now, that can tap into their evil side. So we're in like with this what if thing, we're seeing a second character turn evil, but we're seeing it to like a even bigger um, way that, right? And unraveling. So that was interesting for me. And I will say to that point, before we go back to you stuff, my, so at the end of it, I definitely thought, I was like, all right, well, how, how are our heroes going to get out of this, right? Because you're right, Shiv, like now we have an evil Doctor Strange, right? Uh, we have Wanda, who at the end of her series, she's in a cabin, right? Like she's on her eat, pray, love tip in a cabin, look, trying to save her kids, right? And so for me, I, Wanda's going to do anything in her power to save her kids. I wonder if that involves her coming into contact with a certain with a certain sorcerer that allows her to tap into that dark magic, because again, at the end of the day, like Wanda, her, she got everything she wanted, right? The family that she wanted with vision and and her two kids. And that was ripped away from her. Does she tap into these dark dimensions to get her kids back? And again, I wouldn't blame her. I would not blame her. So I, I think that could be, I think, I think you're right. I think this was setting up a lot more than what folks realize. I, it, uh, it's also yeah. interesting because oh sorry I didn't mean to cut you off no no you're good um um it it's an interesting point to say that the way that um Doctor Strange or you know uh, Shamu Strange gets his most power is it's negated from his you know better half 
So, um, you know, we'll see. Maybe like you do have to just give up the good side to get everything that you want, right? Um, but also, um, lost my train of thought. But <laughs> well, I'll get it back. I'll get it back. We'll come back to it. Good. So, something pick it up. Okay. Hopefully, something I'll say will jog it. Um, so like they battle, they battle. Um, and then uh, unfortunately, the good Doctor Strange loses. Um, he was always meant to lose, in my opinion, because like, how even would you even be prepared for something like that? You don't even know what's coming. So he gets absorbed, uh, which was really wild uh, of a scene. Um, and the eye of Agamotto turns into, turns red instead of, and also like the, the, uh, I don't know, like it's usually green, like around his wrist that also turns red. So again, kind of evoking that um, that imagery from WandaVision with Wanda, chaos, magic, red is a little less unstable, but powerful. Uh, and uh, yeah, the Watcher shows up. Oh, well, no, he does a thing. He reverses time and we see Christine lifted out of the water. She's got like this blue appeal to her, kind of similar to how... Uh, the real one look when she came through uh, her memory, uh, her voicemail or whatever came through the portal, uh, which I thought was interesting. I don't know if there's any ties to it, but it's just something that stood out to me. Um, and again, kudos to production. Uh, and he brings her back, but the world is in ruins. It's gone. Um, and also he is a monster, like a literal monster that f- uh, freaks her out essentially. And then even as she is disintegrating herself, so he brought her back only for her to disappear. And um, he turns back into his regular self. And she's just like, what did you do? And he's like, oh, no, I was trying to get you back. And so the watcher comes and finally shows up. And I don't know, like a judgmental elder at a black church is like, mm-hmm, see what you got yourself into. And then leaves. Doesn't offer to do a prayer, no nothing, just bounces. And Stephen is kind of, because he's like, you know, kind of, I tried to warn you early on, which the watcher did, because he does show up um, a couple times. And you can tell Steve is kind of reacting to something being near him. And that's it. Like, Christina disappears. He's in that little shattered thing, uh, glass, and it's just sad all the way around. Yeah, and I think one of the things that stand out, because you mentioned WandaVision stuff, but one of the things that you, you see it at the beginning of the, the intro for every episode, time, space. Mm-hmm. When we look at the Infinity Stones, the red color is, it correlates to the reality stone, right? So Wanda's mm-hmm. reality in WandaVision, so, right? And the reality was bad. She had to give up her reality, right? Her kids, and she had to give up vision. Steven, same thing. The reality he made for himself was bad. He had to give that up, right? Um, but, you're, but you nailed it, man. Like, I got big jesse jackson vibes from the watcher like very like mm-mm, mm-mm, no child you did not do that right and 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 i also think there's something to be said i'll tie this back into what you said Steph. he keeps getting closer and closer because and, and he doesn't get involved yet but if this didn't push you over the edge to get involved what's going to be the event that pushes you to get involved because this this was bad this was bad bad news bears this was not good are we ready for that event I don't think we're ready for that. <laughs> I don't think we're ready Absolutely for that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Just, I also, mean, I remembered fact... my thoughts. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> I was watching it with subtitles 
and evil um doctor stranger samu strange actually he comes up as sorcerer supreme and then the regular one comes up as doctor strange so the, the what i was trying to say is that i thought it was interesting that the evil one is the one that's actually sorcerer supreme in this episode and realized right in that reality so it's interesting so maybe we we always will have to see strange tap into the dark and into the evil to actually unlock his real true potential right so um kind of leads into like are we ready for this new huge big event i don't know if we are also remember the guy uh with the two color um two different eye colors told him like you know these mystical beasts don't bargain so um you know if strange absorbed dormammu which I thought maybe perhaps um, there's a being that looks like he has a face that's similar, but he has a third eye. Did they take over? Also, that tentacle, those tentacles were still like moving and still had a life of their own, even after he shut the portal, which makes me wonder the tentacles that came through with um, Peggy when she came back, like, what are they doing? So like, what, what's going on? You know, hentai. Hentai is what is going on here. That is what we, we get. It breaks down to hentai. Um, this entire universe or these different universes. Disney's so, tapping um, into the hentai universe. <laughs> yes. And you know what? In their pursuit for more representation, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> no kink shaming here. No, no, no kink, kink shaming, shaming at here. all. I mean, no kink shaming here. And listen, the MCU could use it. And also they've got some built-in kinks themselves. So anyway... Exactly. Uh, but that's the that's uh, pretty much the, the episode because the watcher is like well you know <laughs> fuck around and find out was basically his energy <laughs> at the end of this episode but I think I'm more nervous or maybe maybe that's the incorrect word looking forward to the episodes to come after this because we've got five left so they've already gave gave us this, which was probably the bleakest out of all of them, which is funny because the last episode, all the Avengers got murked, most of them. So you would think that would be the one, but I was like, whatever, like they'll figure it out or maybe they won't. Loki is just king. Um, but this one hit in that way that I thought maybe that that one would have um, because it was just so bleak. He's just there. Um, I guess what, floating in nothingness? Which, what an that existence. Which that, again, tying it into the end of time from Loki, right? Tying yeah. it into the end of everything, right? Did he, does this Doctor Strange, Strange Supreme, does he end up in the void, right? Because again, like we have to remember that right now in this, in our, in the Marvel Universe, what's led to all these, you know, alternate universes kind of exploding, so to speak, is there's nobody there to keep it in check. Did, does this Strange, because again, Here's and here's like my out there theory, which I don't know if Marvel's going to hit on, but I really I don't think they do anything by mistake. I really think that Wanda ends up tapping into the void to access this strange. And he's like, listen, this is how we can get your power back. This is how we can get your kids back. And he starts to sway her. That's what I think, because I just I refuse to believe that that real strange the, the regular strange after one being so willing to risk peter parker's life for the time stone in infinity war is now just like yeah i'll turn back time for you that just doesn't sit right with me that doesn't right. fit the the, the the stephen strange that we have now and if that's the road we're going 
if that's the road we're going, then I think fa- I think folks need to come to grips with the fact that things are about to get really fucking trippy. Like they're about to get real fucking trippy. Absolutely. I mean, this episode of anything was like, hey, this is just an appetizer because they do so much visually. Um, that's just really cool. But um, Shiv, you were gonna say something. Is there a possibility that that is that that isn't the void and then and in itself creates another timeline or universe yes 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 so that's what i think that's what i think because i think i think what you've had happen now is we see it at the end of loki the main timeline starts to splinter into multiple timelines one of them is the void one of them is the void so now you have a timeline where sylvie's running a tva where loki ends up it's kang's tva so that's another one right then we have these universes plus whatever was left over from endgame i think that's exactly it right and now you know it's 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 we talked about this two episodes ago marvel's big overarching theme and seems in phase four is what grief does to you right the grief of mm-hmm. isaiah Bradley, the grief and wandavision like all these things it's driven by grief it is driven by grief. It's a it's a it's a powerful thing, man. It's a powerful thing to do using cartoons and live action stuff. It's really powerful. No, absolutely. And we might be getting more grief next week because uh, we don't know what's coming. I know we still got the zombies on the way. Uh, we've got uh, Peter Parker doing magic. So I don't know, y'all. Stay tuned and. Thank you so much for rocking with us. 22 episodes. Like, can y'all believe it? It's been that many episodes. It's It's been a pleasure uh, every single time to get on and chat with you all about the about the, the MCU. And make sure, folks, to sign up to our Patreon. We have, you know, over two dozen subscribers now. We got the Discord popping off. You get to ask Steph, Shiv, and I all the questions that you want to ask. We sometimes leak stuff that Marvel gives us. No, I'm kidding. We don't do that because we we've been we've been brought into the circle of trust. So we don't do that. But Steph is right. You know, we are incredibly grateful to be rocking with you guys. Twenty plus episodes, and we could not have asked for a more dedicated group of listeners than you guys. So thank you. Join us for more unpacking grief next week group therapy (laughs) great group therapy um and if you guys want to drop your follows i'll start um right now the only places you can find me uh on instagram and tiktok at steph i i mean steph underscore i underscore will will i come back to twitter Mm -hmm. the watcher might know but i don't free stuff (laughs) free stuff free stuff oh i'm free i (laughs) deactivated it was me that was my you own got, monster. You guys can follow me on Twitter at DA underscore Osorio. However, I will tell you this. If you follow me on Twitter, right, understand that, like, I host this other podcast about this obscure show that I'm sure you guys haven't watched. If you follow me to troll me, I will just respond, bless your heart. That is all you're going to get from me. <laughs> and you can follow me uh, at Shivani Vanfa on social, and you can follow all my dope edits and stuff on twitter hopefully it gets retweeted maybe i'm in a major um you know clip with drake that just gets retweeted all the time we'll see and um that's it so for all of us at mcu university pod uh see you all next week three decisions made by three men one in new york one in Toronto, and one in Punta Gorda, Florida. Change the fabric of moderately popular superhero movie podcasting in an alternate universe. 
In this universe, you could follow them and join their Patreon at patreon.com slash mcuniversitypod where they just reviewed Spider-Man 3. As for me, these are my stories. I observe all that happens across the multiverse, but I do not, will not, and cannot interfere, for I am the Watcher.